about specifically the issue of bracha achrona on a hot drink. If a person drinks something hot and they can't drink it all at one shot, so do you recite a bracha achrona? If you have a hot coffee, do you recite a bracha achrona on it? In order to get there, though, in order to arrive at a reasonable halachic conclusion on that topic, there are a number of things that have to be discussed. First issue is, uh, when it comes to food, how much time do you have till, uh, to eat a kezayis of food uh, in order to be chayiv in bracha chrona? So that seems pretty clear in some ratios in Shulchan We assume that all the posts can assume that the shir is kedei achilas pras. The shir kedei achilas pras, when it comes to bracha chrona, does not appear in shas. It does not even really appear in rishonim. But all the later posts can see, almost all the later posts can seem to accept that the shear of Kedeh Pras is the shear for Bracha Achrona. It does appear in Shas in other areas. For example, in Hilchus Yom HaKippurim, that's very, very clear in Shas that a person is only Chayiv for Achila in Yom HaKippurim if they eat a shear of a Kosevus Hagasa, pras, and the amount of time that it takes to eat a pras of, uh, of, of whatever, that's a mechlok, as a pras of what, but b'kadeh uh, achilas pras, that's a halach in Hilchus Yom HaKippurim, it's a halach in Hilchus Tumas Tzaras, in Nigei Batim, that a bayis ha is only metame, the clothing that the person's wearing, if he waits in the house long enough for a k'day achilas pras pas chitim, uh, and it's, an, it's a halacha, k'day achilas pras is a halacha in a number of different areas. There is a machlokas rishonim whether a pras is gimel beitzim or dalit beitzim. Shulchan Aruch paskins both ways. He quotes both shitos and in Simitav Reshid Beis. In Simitav Reshid Ches, he quotes only the shita that says that it's dalit beitzim. And in Hilchus in Simantav Tes, in Hilchus Eruvei he quotes only the sheet that says that it's Gimel Beitzim. So the Mishavru explains that he's Machmir. Uh, he holds that it's a suffix. So when it's Dinim Darais, he's going to be Machmir, and Dinim Darabalan, he's going to be Mekel. That's great. So that's the Din of Kedei Achilles Pras. But how do you measure a Kedei Achilles Pras? So there is a phenomenal Chiddush of the Minchas Chinuch in Mitzvah Shinyu Gimel, where the Minchas Chinuch suggests that the way to measure Kedei Achilles Pras of a food is by that food that you're eating. So if I want to know, am I obligated to recite a bracha achrona because I ate a kazais of this food, I would have to figure out how long would it take me to eat a pras of this food. Now keep in mind, a pras is somewhere between 6 and 12 times the size of a kazais. So if you eat really slowly, you could still get a kazais b'chdei achilas pras. That is what the Menachas says. It all depends on the food that you're eating. So, for example, he says, if you're eating cooked meat, you can eat it pretty quickly. If you're eating raw meat, it would take a lot longer to eat it. So the measurement of Kedai Achilles Pras would be adjusted. And that's why, says the Menachas there's no Gemara or Halacha anywhere that tells us exactly how long a Kedai Achilles Pras is. Because there's simply not enough ink and parchment in the world, the Menachas says, to write down the shear of Kedai Achilles Pras for every single food no to humanity. So you have to figure out what the Kedai pras for an average person is on that food. Having said that, many, many poskim disagree with the Minchas Chinuch. There are There's a whole group of poskim that try to figure out exactly how long Kedai pras is. 
For example, the Chassam Sofer in the Chuvan Chelagvav Likutim Simit Hazayin says Kedechlu's process is nine minutes. He has an interesting raya from a Gemara in Mesechas Krisus Taf Yud Gimel and Mesechas Shabbos Taf Lamed Hey. He says nine minutes. Chazanish writes in Kuntras Hashiurim in Os Yud Ches at the end of Kuntras Hashiurim. Chazanish writes that that seems highly unreasonable to him that it's going to be nine minutes. Is it? Does it really take that long? Rav Sturmbach, for example, writes in the Chuvah and Chuvas Vanagos Chelik Pesim and Reish Peitas that he's tried it many times. He's sat down with a loaf of bread that's the size of a pras, whatever it is, four beitzim, let's say, and he's eaten normally. And he found that at max five minutes it takes to finish, uh, to finish a pras of bread. So the, the chasam sofer, while it's a very interesting thing, because while he's been rejected by pretty much all the poskim, but he's the chasam sofer. So they all recommend the Chachila, if possible, to be Choshish for his opinion. Even though no one understands it and no one agrees with it. But Rav Maisha writes it doesn't make any sense. Or Sturmbach writes it doesn't make any sense. They, 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 they all, the Chazanish writes it doesn't make any sense. So no one agrees with it, but he's the Chassam Sofer. So because he's the Chassam Sofer, they say, you know, on Yom Kippur you tell the Cholda, eat Pachas uh, Mikashir every nine minutes. Where do they get the nine minutes? Chassam Sofer. More likely it's somewhere between four and five minutes is the shear of Kedai Pras. But the very notion that you would even have a discussion of what is the shear of Kedai Pras implies that there is a shear of Kedai Pras, that it does not adjust. Now that brings us to drinks. Do drinks also have this halacha of Kedai Pras? So this is a machlokas, Rambam and Raivid. The Rambam holds that the shear with which you need to, within which you need to finish your revius of liquid is you need to finish a revius of liquid in the amount of time that it takes to drink a revius of liquid. And only then would you be chayiv in a bracha chrona. The Ravid disagrees. And the Ravid says, no, kedei achilas pras suffices. Now, the greatest raya that the Ravid has is that there is an explicit gemara in Krisos Taf Yud Gimel that talks about a person who eats, who drinks something tamay. He drinks a chatzir revius of something tamay, goes to the mikvah, then drinks another chatzir revius of that something tamay, and the Gemara says, if he, if he uh, from the time he took the first drink till the time he took the second drink, it was all bikdei achilas pras, were mitzareif the two shtios, were mitzareif the two drinkings. So it's explicit in the Gemara that it's kedei achilas pras. So Beis Yosef is bothered by this. How could the Rambam go against a, an explicit Gemara? He says it must be the Rambam holds that that's just a chumrah in Hilchos Tumah. So in Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch quotes both deos, but he seems to assume that the shitas Rambam is correct. That what's the shear within which you have to finish your revius of a drink in order to say a bracha achrona? in the amount of time that it takes to drink a revius, drinking normally, not drinking rushed, drinking normally. Kama v'kama rayos, Rav Asher Weiss has in the tshuva that, uh, that, it's, that it's based on drinking normally, and, not, and this is how the Meshavur Pasans, the Aruch HaShulchan, it's based on how you would drink normally, but how long it would take to drink a revius normally. So now we have two very different things. When it comes to eating a food, you only say a bracha chrona, if you finish the food, which is a massive amount of time relative to the kazayas that you're eating. But when it comes to a drink, according to the Rambam that we paskin like, you would have to finish the revias in the amount of time that it takes to drink exactly a revias, which is obviously a much shorter amount of time. So very different halachos for food and for drink, which begs the question, how do we decide what's a food and what's a drink? Is soup, for example, a food or a drink? 
Is yogurt or ice cream a food or a drink? Is, is drink defined by anything that does not require chewing? In which case, yogurt and ice cream, right? You don't chew yogurt or ice cream. If, uh, ice cream, you can't, you can't even, <laughs> right? If, is drink defined as something that does not require chewing? Or is food defined as anything that doesn't pour? So this itself is a machlokas haposkim. The stipler in a tshuva that's quoted in the Sefer Makar Bracha on page Kuf Yud, um, and some other poskim hold that it has a, that yogurt, ice cream, is a food, it's not a drink. However, um, the Be'er Moshe, which is the Debrit Sinarav in Chelek Aleph Semir Aleph, Rav Yashiv, quoted in the Sefer Vazos Bracha, holds that yogurt, ice cream, have a din of a drink, not of a, not of a food. So this is a major machlokas, but as we've pointed out in the past, Rav Shechter has an entirely different approach to this issue. He thinks it doesn't depend on whether you chew it, it doesn't depend on whether it pours, it doesn't depend on any of this. It depends on whether it's a beverage or not. A beverage is a drink. Anything that you don't take as a beverage, when you look at the menu, if it's not, if it wouldn't be on beverages, you know, like a soup would be in appetizers, wouldn't be in beverages, anything that's not defined as a beverage would not be a drink, would have a dinner food. And very important, in terms of bracha achrona. So therefore, if one has soup, you only need to have a kazais of soup, hot soup, which is easy to do in order to be chayva bracha achrona. But a hot drink, might be might be different. So that brings us to our question that we started with. When one is drinking a hot drink, or for that matter, a very cold drink that you can't drink all that quickly, if the shear of bracha achrona is a revius bikdesh dias revius, and normally if you were to have a glass of orange juice or a glass of soda, you would drink a revius in I don't know five seconds. So it's not going to happen on your coffee. It's not going to happen on your hot tea. It's not going to happen on your, what do they call those 7-Eleven drinks, on your um, Slurpee, right? It's not going to happen on those, uh, on, on those drinks. So pashtas, you would think, therefore there's no bracha achrona. Uh, however, there are three reasons, three snifim lahakel, that Rav Vazner quotes, and many other poskim as well, to suggest that maybe, I don't know if it's lahakel or lahachmir, but that they suggest that maybe you should recite a bracha achrona. Sniff number one is, remember that minchas chinuch that we said, that maybe when we measure kadei achilas pras, it depends on the food that you're drinking. Well, maybe the same is true when you're measuring kadei revias. How long does it take to drink a revias? Not of orange juice or soda, how long does it take to drink a revius of whatever it is that you're drinking? So as long as you're drinking your coffee or tea or slurping normally, so that would be a revius, and would require a bracha achrona. So certainly, if you pass like that, certainly we should uh, recite a bracha achrona. Rav Shafter does pass like that, as far as the halacha of eating matzah. That when it comes to matzah and Pesach, you're supposed to eat matzah, because uh, matzah, because pras in the amount of time that it takes to eat a pras. So some people try to eat it within a very short amount of time because a pras of bread can be eaten fairly quickly. Milchas would say, no rush. You only have to eat in the amount of time that it takes to eat a pras of matzah, not a pras of bread because you measure by that food. So that's what Shafter thought that we should uh, assume that way. But uh, when it comes to, so when it comes to the hot drink, Milchas writes explicitly, however long it takes you to drink the hot 
the Hatreif. That's that's how we define Kedem Revius. Not everyone agrees with that Minchas Chinuch, as we've uh, as we've pointed out. Uh, the second sniff Lahakel is the Shitas Haraivid. The Shitas Haraivid, as we said before, is that even when it comes to drinks, we don't measure by we measure by uh, so it's, you measure based on how long it would take to eat a pras you could probably drink a hot drink uh, a revius of a hot drink in the amount of time that it takes to eat a pras of pas uh, lechem of, 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 of bread um, however Rav Asher Weiss doesn't like using the rivet as a sniff because he says we don't pass like the rivet we pass it like the rambam I would just point out that it's not so pashut that we just, you know, directly pass like the Ramam. Shulchan does quote the Shita Saraivit, and the Raivit is backed up by Mefurisha Gemara. Now, normally, the Shulchan Aruch is quoting two opinions. Most often, he's quoting, most often, it's, he's quoting two opinions for one of two reasons. Either he's passing against the Rambam, because everyone goes against the Rambam, and he has so much respect for the Rambam, he has to quote the Rambam as a Yeshomrim, even when he's passing against him. Or he's paskening like the Rambam, but the other opinion is so compelling that it cannot be ignored. And that, that's what seems to be happening over there. He's paskening like the Rambam, but if you read the Beis Yosef, he's not at all comfortable with this Rambam, because it's against the Befei Rosh Gemara. So I would think, at least as a Snif Lahakel, at least as a Svek Sveka, you know, maybe we paskening like the Minchasinuch, even if we don't pass like the Minchasinuch, maybe we paskening like the Ravid, at least as a Svek Sveka, I would think that it would be it would be able to be uh, to be employed over here. Now it happens to be that Ravad Yosef in a footnote in Yichavidas and Chedukesim Chavalev has a whole discussion whether we would apply Svek Sveka Lahachmir in Hilchos Brachos. Can you say that when there's a Svek Sveka in Hilchos Brachos, that's going to be Machayev you to recite a bracha Akrona? He may, we don't have time to go into it now, but he makes it totally on the machlokas of whether Savik Daraisa, machlokas Rambam Rashba, whether Savik Daraisa Luchumra is the Din Daraisa or Savik Daraisa Luchumra is the Din Darabanan. Because if you hold Savik Daraisa Luchumra is the Din Darabanan, then Svek Sveka Lakula is based on Savik Darabanan Lakula. If you hold Savik Daraisa Luchumra is the Din Daraisa, then Svek Sveka Lakula is based on Rov, the Shittas Rashba. But we don't have time to go into that right now. The third sniff Lahakel is the Shita of the Panami Eros and the Shire Kinesagadola, and Ravad Yosef collects a couple of other Akronim that hold this way, that this whole din of having to eat within a Gedeah Pras, within a short amount of time, is a din in Yom Kippur, it's a din in Bayas HaMenuga, it's a din in other areas. It is not a din in Hilchos Bracha Achrona. That's why the Gemara never mentions it as a din in Hilchos Bracha Achrona. That, though, one could argue, has been roundly rejected by the uh, by the postkin. We generally assume it is a din in uh, in, in Hilchos Bracha Achrona. So, bottom line, Rav Weiss is of the very strong opinion that one should not recite a Bracha Achrona if you drank a hot coffee and you drank the whole thing while it's hot. Mishabura also seems to assume that way. And Mishabura tells us that the best thing to do is to leave a revius at the end to cool down, wait till that part cools down, and then drink that really, really fast. It should be noted, there are some postmen that say that that so doesn't work. Because if you're drinking a hot coffee and the derech is to drink it hot, it's considered shaloke derech achila when you wait for it to cool down. And therefore, it's not mechaiv bracha at all when it's shalom kederach achila. Ah, a little bit of a chiddish, right? I would think that it's, it's still considered derach achila. People drink lukewarm coffee when they're desperate enough for the caffeine, and people drink iced coffee. If you, you know, they drink coffee at all, at all different temperatures. But that is the suggestion of the Mishnah 
However, there are many poskim that assume that one would recite a bracha achrona. Rav Vazner is quoted in many places, and he, he has a chuvin shevet alevi like this. Sefer Vazosa bracha says Rav Al Yashiv holds this way. In Orchus Rabbeinu it says that the Chazanish and the Stipler held this way that as long as you finish the reviews within a kedeiachilas pras. As long as you get it within a kedeiachilas pras, where you can then apply both the minchas chinuch and the and the shitas arrived. As long as you can use both of those shitas, then you would recite a bracha achron. In Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa, he quotes that that was the shita of Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach as well. However, in uh, the uh, in the Sefer of Zos Bracha, he says that Rav Azriel Orbach, the son of Rav Shlomo Zalman said that he had asked his father what he should do, and Rav Shlomo Zalman said, you know, I have a Kabbalah that I'm supposed to say a bracha achrona, but you, you should paskin like the Mishnah Brura, because uh, people should generally paskin like the Mishnah Brura, which is, uh, that was the comment that they quote from Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach. So uh, obviously, ideally, the best thing to do is to leave a revius that's cool enough that you could drink it pretty quickly. I, I would think that so many gedolei aposkim, at least gedolei Ashkenazim, gedolei aposkim Ashkenazim, are would would tell you to recite a bracha achrona even if you didn't leave over that amount of liquid. Ravad Yosef and Rabbitzion Abishol both point out that amongst the Svardim, absolutely not, absolutely no bracha achrona if you drank a hot drink slowly amongst the Svardim that we don't, they don't do. But Gedolei Ashkenazim, there are many, many poskim that would say that if you didn't do the Mishnah Beruzetza, that you should recite a bracha achron. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.